I was like, I really might not show up to my wedding. And I know that sounds bad, but that's just the reality that I was in pre COVID. I was really like flying by the seat of my pants, like job to job. I really did try to be a normal bride, but it was like, my tendency is to just really be Julia Robertson runaway bride. I think like, it just was like, I've never related to a character more than her. Like even throughout like her getting it together. I just feel like I had to get my ducks in a row. Yeah. Welcome to Bride to Have Been. I'm your host, Emily Lewis. Like many others, I was a bride-to-be, planning to marry my best friend in front of our loved ones, our tribe of 150 people. Needless to say, the pandemic upended the Pinterest-perfect wedding I had planned. From 150 to seven guests, I had the most unexpected dream wedding. But not all brides and wedding professionals have had the same experience. Join me as I uncover the reality of this new normal in the wedding industry. Welcome back to Bride to Have Been, everyone. I'm so excited to introduce you all to Morgan Larson on today's episode. Morgan and her hubby, Josh, said I do on August 18th, 2020, after a two-year engagement. While you may be thinking these two had been planning their wedding for the past two years and weren't going to let the pandemic get in their way, that wasn't quite what happened. Fun fact for you all, my sister and Morgan are homies living the dancing queen life in LA. Knowing how crazy and unpredictable their jobs can be, planning a wedding, for lack of a better word, felt nearly impossible. In fact, Morgan considered herself a runaway bride. She was so concerned that she'd have a job on her wedding day would not even be able to show up. Trust me, I get it. My sister had a two and a half year engagement and I thought I was pulling teeth to get her to land on a date. With that said, as you all know, I like to find silver linings during this pandemic. With the world coming to a stop, 2020 gave Morgan and Josh the time and space to make their wedding happen. Welcome, Morgan. So happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to now talk about because the wedding is over. So I'm really excited to talk about it. The wedding is over. The wedding's and over. <laughs> from what my sister had told me, the two of you both, I think, could have been engaged forever is what it sounded like. For sure. We could have just, we could have just on horses, just rode off into the distance and just kept <laughs> going. So it's just really good that we both, we're both married. We're both thriving. It's good. It's a good day. Yeah. <laughs> just took the world to stop for it to happen. But here we are. Yeah. And- <laughs> if we have to find beautiful things in 2020. This is a beautiful thing. One of the yeah, beautiful things. Yeah, for you. exactly. <laughs> okay, so before we dive in to your wedding planning, because again, you were engaged for two years, but then apparently you got married in a matter of two weeks. I want you to definitely tell that story. But yeah, I'd love for you to first tell us how you and Josh met. Oh, okay. Goodness, Josh and I met when I was so I went to university in Arizona, and I would always come visit LA, and just that was the dream for me. So, like any chance, I would like get out of school and like on the weekends take dance class and explore LA. So I was staying with my really close friend Pam Chu. Love Pam. And, yes. <laughs> yeah. Worlds colliding. So again, I was like eighteen, eighteen, nineteen, and I was staying with her in LA. She was like the cool girl. I'm from Wisconsin and like everyone wanted to be Pam. So like me getting to have this like weekend in LA and stay at her place was like legit. And then Josh happened to be there too. And we both, I was with my really close friend, Annie. We spent the night 
we were in her guest room and Josh was like on the couch because he was friends with Pam's boyfriend at the time. So Mm -hmm. the two boys and then all the girlies, whatever. We were all cross friends, I guess. And (laughs) he was like asleep on this like couch and I told Annie I was like oh my god I love him I (laughs) love him it was I was freaking out you know whatever and I never saw him again like I I just the next morning he was poof gone so then I you know graduate university and I'm living in Studio City and I was at Trader Joe's the grocery store and of course I love serendipity so I'm gonna be like we collided you know like you know it was crazy (laughs) but we were in the same grocery aisle And then we started talking and I was like, oh my God, this is Josh. I recognized him. He didn't recognize me at all. I was going to ask, did you guys recognize each other? (laughs) I like knew exactly. I Yeah. And this was like four or five years later. So I, you know, kind of blossomed into a woman, I want to say, but because I was this like squeaky little college kid. And then I was living in LA for a year and, you know the city does some good things to you. You like, you have better clothes and you just look a little better, you know, like whatever. So I was really chatty with him and he was really chatty too. So I thought we were like on the same page, but he had no idea who I was. And so then at the time, like emailing was really cool. This was a couple (laughs) of years ago, five or six years ago. So we emailed like back and forth a lot. And then I got like really freaked out. So I was like, Oh God, no, this is a no. And then once again, like I was on Runyon, I was hiking and I was coming down. He was coming up. Like we had so many really weird interactions. I know it sounds crazy, but even in the city, you kind of run into people a lot, but not at the same time, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was just weird that we kept running into each other. Like I would be on Ventura Boulevard and he'd be like crossing the street and I'd be like, oh my God. I love him. Like, the universe <laughs> is like trying to bring you together. <laughs> it was really, really wild. So then after the, one of the times when I went hiking, like I checked my email and he like left me his number and I like texted him and, and then we like met for the first time, you know, and I just thought he was so nice to me because like he was Pam's friend, you know? So I didn't really know that it was going to go anywhere. I just thought he was just being really nice to me in the city. And I was like, Oh, I just want to make friends. So this is, this is really working out for me, whatever. (laughs) Then that wasn't the case. I like obviously loved him. And then, yeah, there was about, you know, a two year period where it was like, you know, the city love is really hard and this like crazy dance lifestyle. He was starting a company. He was a dancer and he was a dancer in hairspray. So that's how he knows like oh. all of the community of dancers, you know? Yeah. The pool of dancers. He's from the East Coast. So he knows like Kenny Wormald and Nick Baggett. That's his, you know, scene. So he actually knows more dancers than me, which was like so annoying. But it's okay. <laughs> like, I'm the one still in this. How do you yeah. know more people? <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, now he works in the tech field and he's like my Mr. Robot. Like, have you ever seen that show? He's a little computer savvy. He's great. Anyways, yeah, we just kind of kept running into each other a lot and couldn't get enough, I guess. I guess that's the <laughs> shorter version of the story. But we've, yeah, we've been together for a really long time. Our first like official date was at Urban Lights. I love going to places like in movies that I like sets or like just places that they film movies at. And so I was obsessed with Urban Lights. And if you've ever been there, it's all these like little city lights. So that's oh, so yes. a full circle moment. That's where we got engaged because that's like, oh. our, that was our first date. And then we finally tied the knot. And then that 
leads me to this moment right now. <laughs> yes, you did it. You finally yes. did it. You finally did it. I love it. And so you guys ran into each other a lot. The world was trying to get you to collide. Yeah. How many collisions of the world was trying to bring you together that actually took you, him or you to say, let's go on it? I date? think it was like the fourth, <laughs> the third or fourth one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because, well, I was a little freaked out by him only because I was like, I am moving to LA and like not going to be distracted. Like I can't be in love right now. You need to wait. I felt like I've said this before to him, but I kind of felt like I met him like too early, but I didn't want him to get away. So yeah. Yeah. So he proposed to you at the place that you had your first date. Mm -hmm. Was there more to the proposal? Like, did you have any idea? No, I, I really didn't. So, I mean, we'd been together for a long time. So everyone's like, how did you not know? <laughs> like, yeah. what the heck? And we had talked about it, but I had just done, I was on tour. I, I had just gone out with the Dance with the Stars tour. So oh yeah, it was like, I had just gotten back the whirlwind of that lifestyle, which was really mm-hmm. crazy. And he, I, I don't know. I think it was a combo of like us being away from each other. We like, we really wanted like the next step for us I think yeah but it was also like sometimes like when you go through some family stuff it like pushes you to make decisions in your own life too and I think when people pass away you just you get to decisions like a little bit quicker than just like waiting it out because you don't want to be in the coasty floaty age like forever or like that phase even though it's really fun to be like a balloon (laughs) and like just really (laughs) thriving yeah like (laughs) just like a balloon drifting in the clouds but yeah so it was a combo of like I I remember like that time being like we were losing grandparents and and it just was it felt like family is very important to us so I also feel like that was a factor too Mm -hmm. which yeah so even when I got engaged I was like really freaked out so I feel like I always get into things like quickly and then I like then I have to figure it out even though I'm already in it that's kind of like how big things happen to me but with that I was like I didn't ever doubt like saying yes I was like Mm -hmm. yes I just again felt I was like this is a little early you know (laughs) but I never doubted him it was really like I doubted myself yeah yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. But. No, totally. <laughs> and I think you also, even though you had a two and a half year engagement, like you, you were moving at your pace too, which I think is important, yeah. right? Like I'm so used to that lifestyle because my sister had a job up, actually she was supposed to be working through my wedding and she had to tell them like, no, I can't. I think it was actually for the mass singer. And she knew that if she did the mass singer, it'd probably lead to the mass dancer. And so she was feeling conflicted because it was like the weekend of my wedding. Yeah. But she told them like, not miss Saturday. So she had to miss like most of Friday. And I knew like for her, it killed her inside that she was like missing some of the day. And for me, I was like, it's fine. Tracy, like this is your life. Like you've always had to kind of move. And I'm so used to that for her. And like also... I know that she hasn't been able to work for so long that I was like, you got to do this. Yeah. It's fine. As I just said, you better be there Saturday. <laughs> I know. I'm sure she was shitting herself. Like, cause I, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. You this Saturday, then I'll be pissed. <laughs> it's always, that's the thing. It's always, it's like, 
the one day that you're like, no matter what, I cannot, I cannot. That's the one day there's four things always. It's just like, can't write it. (laughs) Well, I will say the silver lining of COVID is that with my sister, she was able to plan my bachelorette party with less stress. She had been working I think it would have been really stressful for her to be like trying to make sure that one weekend was not going to be booked and so forth. So if I had to find a silver lining with COVID, that would be one of them. It's like, oh, I really had my sister present for like my bachelor and my bridal shower and my wedding. That's pretty huge. Things just kind of fall into a weird alignment. Yeah. It freaks me out. I don't get it. Yeah. My sister is a perfectionist. That's how I could best describe her. But a badass. Yeah. I love her to death. Yeah. But we are so different from one another. It's not even funny. Like we're like, how are we related? (laughs) My sister and I too, like we're, so she's younger than me, but she is just, she's always acted older. She's Mm -hmm. so much more sophisticated. Like we're just very opposite. Yeah. It's always been like that, but those make the best sisters. Cause like, you don't want somebody that's like agrees with you. Exactly. You, you don't really want that, even though you do sometimes she's the person to give it to me straight for yeah. sure oh yeah like you got to yeah. be called out and you have to be like you know scared. Yeah. you have to she be scared just, of one another just a little bit just a little bit <laughs> all right let's take a quick break to hear about our sponsor gift pod as you know julian and i still manage to have a dream wedding even though we had to do a lot of bobbing and weaving to make it happen during the pandemic and ended up celebrating with just our immediate families. But of course, we did truly miss celebrating with our entire tribe. In order to give our peeps a way to celebrate us, we asked them to send audio recordings of their love, support, and advice for our relationship. The recordings were produced, edited, spiced up with music, and packaged as a gift pod, our own personal podcast that we can now listen to on our anniversary or whenever we just want to feel loved. GiftPod is giving every guest on the podcast a free GiftPod and is offering our listeners 10% off. You can apply it to a wedding package or you can use it to give a GiftPod for any occasion, a birthday, anniversary, or even a celebration of life. Go to giveagiftpod.com and use promo code COVIDBRIDES. So here we are in 2020. Were you guys... January 2020. Let's just talk about January. Were you guys having the discussion of like, okay, we should get married this year? Or was it still kind of like, "Eh, let's see what happens? Yes. So by 2020, I think everyone had this like hopeful like number, like 2020, like you're just like, everything's going to work out. And so I was like, 2020 is it. Like it has (laughs) to be the year in our marriage. You know, like I was like into that. And I I specifically remember like saying to my friends, like, if we're not married in 2020, like courthouse, no matter what, like we're going to the courthouse. (laughs) It's funny because even though it seems like I was like a little flighty, like runaway bride, like I looked at so many venues, but it just wasn't right. Like it just, there's so many factors in the two years. Like we did look at so many venues, like Mm -hmm. we should have been married. Like we we should have like hit it before COVID and then like (laughs) been thriving after and been like, oh, we already did it in 2019, you know, like we could have had that. But yeah, like we looked at like a winery that I was obsessed with that I like, that would have been my dream wedding, you know? But then with that, it was like, 
you could only get married Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday because oh, of like weird Santa Barbara laws that were like just passed in 2018. And that's the year we got engaged. So that was, so th- that was like one thing. So it was like the perfect venue, but we'd have to get married on a weekday, which was kind of like weird for everybody else, but it worked perfectly for me. But yeah, so, <laughs> like a then, Wednesday, yes. Let's yes. Yeah. And then he, Josh really liked Ojai and we looked at a venue in Ojai and it was beautiful, but I always wanted to get married in a really sentimental spot. So for me, it was either like Wisconsin or like some amazing spot that we always go to like in California. And it was the first time I'd ever been to Ojai. So I was like, Mm. it just, even though it was beautiful and now we go to Ojai a lot and it's amazing at the time, like that was kind of, you know, and then we looked at like Palace Fair Days, there's this really amazing like resort type where like everyone could hang out for the weekend. And then it was like way past our budget. And then I met with wedding planners that were like, okay, your budget, it has to start at $100,000. But it was like the JLo oh wedding planner, you know, and I was like, oh, she's it. But my budget's like not that at all. <laughs> and then we looked in Wisconsin and I couldn't settle on a date like with a flight and and like all the logistics of Wisconsin. I was like, yeah, I might not. I really might not show up to my wedding. And I know that sounds bad, but that's just the reality that I was in pre-COVID. Like I was yeah, really like flying by the seat of my pants, like job to job. I really did try to be a normal bride, but it was like my tendency is to just really be Julia Roberts in Runaway Bride I think like it just was like I've never related to a character more than her like even throughout like her getting it together but I just feel like I had to get my ducks in a row well you did get your ducks in a row because it happened in August but is there anything like obviously the pandemic happened and shelter in place was announced what March Mm -hmm. at that moment where you're like oh god should I just not consider planning my wedding or how did your mind shift at that point? Yeah. So that's, that is a really, yeah, that's a really good topic. <laughs> so actually right before the shutdown, we finalized this venue in San Luis Obispo, which is about three hours from the city for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like this winery, but also this like open land and it was just like beautiful, stunning. And we were about to put a deposit this is February, 2020. So I was like, Oh my gosh. So I was supposed to, technically we were kind of supposed to get married November, 2020 in the perfect world of life before COVID. Yeah. And there was like a couple that wanted the same date as us. And then we, for weird things, like we held off and we let the Mm -hmm. other couple take the date. So then March came around and then the shutdown, like it was really weird. It was just really crazy. crazy. A lot of like, I have some really close friends that are changing all their wedding dates and doing the whole crazy thing during COVID. And I'm like, I've never been more grateful that somehow I pulled out. I just, I was (laughs) like, I just, I can't like, it just, it, there was something holding me back and then it just wasn't the venue for us, you know? Yeah. my backyard became the venue, which yes. is actually really nice because there's not a fee for your venue. Cause a lot of the people don't talk about how, like they talk about the cost of the wedding, but nobody talks about like the venue just with bare bones, like nothing yeah. like that fee. I didn't really know that was a thing. Like I just, yeah, yeah. I didn't really know I, that. I didn't either until we were looking in the city in San Francisco and 
I remember they were like, so just for a Saturday, the fee to use our space is $15,000. Right. And that's like with not even a fork. Like, right. <laughs> I was like, so what does that include? And they're like, oh, like these tape, like tall tables for cocktail hour. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I have to rent everything else? And they're not <laughs> even the good cocktail tables. Like they're no. like, they're like, you're not even going to want those, but those are covered in the price. You know, like, yeah, it was just really funny. Oh my God. Yeah. So then COVID happened and, you know, nobody at the time, nobody knew how long it was going to be. And I just remember our family being like, oh my gosh, you guys aren't going to do it this year now. Like it was just, (laughs) everyone was very concerned that there wasn't going to be a wedding in 2020. Like we need to get it together. Like that we had our fun time and now it was like, you know, get it together. So in some sense, COVID really had some dark days to it. Like with just, it's still going, there's still some dark days, you know, but the first two months were really, really difficult. Our whole industry shut down. Yeah. My friends like moved out of the city. It was really crazy change just because nothing like this has ever really happened, you know? Yeah. But I have never spent this much time with Josh, even though we've been dating for so long, I've never spent this much time with him. And I've also never spent this much time at our house. And I didn't realize like how like sentimental and just like it was so important into like our relationship and our life that I was like, it really did make sense to get married here, but I didn't even consider it as an option. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it's rare that people actually think like their house is the number one place to, to have their wedding. Yeah. I I couldn't envision well, my house is also like a shoebox, so I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. fit anybody. Well, I didn't. So the funny thing is that I, this whole time I've lived here, barely went into the backyard. So, oh my gosh. but that was the only place that we could hang out. Yeah. And I was like, we have such a good backyard. Like, I don't even use it. Like, I don't even, I didn't even know we had like space to put a couple things, you know, like yeah. this is like a really ideal venue. So yeah, lo- another long story short, I really feel like for me, COVID slowed me down enough to realize how much I actually did really want a wedding and I didn't really want to be a runaway bride, even though it's so fun. But <laughs> the idea, though, you're like, the idea is so It fun. was really fun to be Julia Roberts for a really long time. But then I was like, okay, but in the end, like she really does get married to Richard Gere and she gets it together, you know? So like I kind of had to get it together. So then it really forced me to like utilize my like producer side. Cause I was like, well, I think we could make this work, you know, like in 2020, but it's going to have to be a Netflix special. Like we got to call in all the bangs and whistles of yes, not, there won't be a lot of attendees like in person, which sounds crazy. Cause like a whole wedding is just like seeing everybody. Yeah. Like that's like the best part of the wedding is like seeing your whole life merge. Like two families, all sets of friends, like everyone dancing on the dance floor. Like it's what you love about weddings. I know. But can we also talk about professional dancers don't typically like to go into the dance floors, what I'm realizing at gatherings. Yeah. (laughs) We like watching. (laughs) I'm like at my sister's wedding. There's all these professional dancers around me and I'm the one on the dance floor. Nobody else is out here with me. It's it's just so fascinating. It's way more fun watching like Auntie Pam bust a move, you know, like I, for me, like it just, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So COVID craziness, all the courthouses were like completely booked. So like the venues are either booked or they're like overpriced or there's just something that just didn't really work out for us. And then we tried to get married like in June and July when we like, 
finally got it together, you know? And yeah. then all, all of the courthouse dates were like completely booked because everyone went through like a marriage phase, you know? Yeah. In COVID. Mm-hmm. That was like June, July-ish. So then we found August 18th, which happened to be my mom's birthday too. So it was like a lot of like significant things that day. But funny enough, we still couldn't get a Los Angeles court date. It was Santa Barbara court date. (laughs) I was freaking out about this whole court process, by the way, like trying to get this marriage license. Yeah. To the point I was like stalking our local courthouse to be like, hey, when is this thing arriving? (laughs) Because you really do kind of need it. (laughs) Like it's kind of, yeah. I'm like literally have this day plan and if I don't have the marriage license is it official no <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's another thing that nobody really talks about but it's like a whole process it's like a whole thing and again yeah. our so our courthouse date was you know it's virtual everyone's cr- trying to transition like and do this yeah. courthouse thing like virtual and you know it was like over Skype and crazy and so my original intention and me and Josh we were like okay you know we just really want to focus on getting married and we'll just have like our few family members join the Skype of this like courthouse like rinky dinky sign the documents and like bing bang boom like we got it we that's it and then we'll have our reception you know 2021 like obviously COVID's gonna be gone like 2021 we're gonna party so gone yep (laughs) then I just you know I get these like feelings and like you know it's also my whole life even like from a young age you know like when you call one friend and then another one and then it's just like this whole stumble of somehow becomes a movie so the Netflix special happened because everyone was like what is wrong with you like you have to have you got to do it right you know you're gonna always remember August 18th yeah and you you it's that's just like half of it like getting the documents like the other half is like the legit like celebration so then that sent me into being like a script writer like I wrote because I was like well because he's Jewish I'm Catholic we have to have both both our parents like are going to be involved Mm -hmm. and we have to have all this zoom attendees like obviously dance (laughs) obviously we have to have so much interaction we tried to keep numbers down because of covid and my none of our family was coming then my mom my sister ended up coming so then it would like i could only have a few people in the backyard and it was like a whole thing so we actually coordinated like the ceremony with his family was in toronto and my family's in wisconsin so like and if if you were in LA, then you were like also really close to us and a part of the ceremony as well. So like we wanted to go back and forth from like somebody in our backyard to then somebody on Zoom. Oh, that's cool. So we were able to do to kind of coordinate again. Like it just escalated it into it really was like <laughs> a full show. Like even because I oh I always loved like like in the office did you ever mm-hmm. watch like when Pam and Jim got married and like everyone like dances down like their yes. walk down or whatever it's so, like I knew I wanted that kind of like a moment if it would have been you know in person but because it wasn't I was like it's okay like everyone can dance at their house they can like dance down and make a little aisle and it ended up being this like music video set to the song to Runaway Bride because I had to like I just had to like just give a little shout out because I was like Julia (laughs) you would be really proud which I know it's a really bad title but it's a really good song but I still haven't found what I'm looking for that song by you too and yeah and so we just coordinated 
a lot of Zoom interactions and a lot of backyard interaction. And it was crazy. Oh, my sister made my dress. Like she just, oh my gosh. yeah, like I, we did everything in two weeks because by the, we finally got a date and then we knew it was August 18th. And I totally understand why everyone plans a year in advance. Like I get that now, but again, I just, you know, you, you gotta roll with it. Yeah. You just got to do it. When I finally make up my mind, like it becomes a show. Like it really does. Yeah. It just takes me a second to. Yeah. Like the moment you're in, you're like, all right, committed. Let's go. Yeah. Script writer. We like Josh was like learning Zoom because it's and like audio. And then we like rented some space, but then built a set. Like it was crazy. Like it was the craziest thing ever. But I'm so glad I listened to everyone who was you know, yelling at me and just being like, what is wrong with you? You have to celebrate August 18th. Like you can't downplay it, you know, but yeah, it really became my dream wedding. It really did. I will always remember it. It was so crazy. My best friend did all the flowers, like my best friend, Annie, cause she's a floor. Like it's weird how many people in your life come together and do all the roles that you need. It's so crazy. The photographer was one of our really good friends that's photographed us as a couple for like years. My hair person like from LA was like still the same. Like it all worked out. I wouldn't have gotten that had we gone three hours like away from the city or if I would have done something in Wisconsin or, you know, like so many people really like helped us make the Netflix special (laughs) and it's not on Netflix. Like everybody calm down. I I really wish it was, but it's just really fun saying like it's a Netflix special, you know? I I definitely asked you when you told me, I was like, wait, (laughs) is it really on Netflix? Like what? No, it should be though. Maybe yeah. well. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty wild. And then I loved that my sister, like it got to the point where I believed in it like so much that I didn't even try on my dress that she like got for me. I just like, I know it's going to fit. And you know, like the dancers that we are, we had a rehearsal on Monday night and we got married on Tuesday, a weekday. Yeah. You had to hold to it. I was like, what? Oh, no. We had the whole rehearsal on Monday and it did not work. Like, it was rough. Like, everyone was on the rehearsal for like over three hours. And it worked out for us because in California, it's 7 p.m., but all of our family's East Coast. So it was like 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 11 p.m. by the, you know, and yeah. that like dancer lifestyle, like everything kind of goes over. It never goes on time, you know, and you're just used to it. But like normal people aren't. So even that was a whole thing. But I was like, no, like by tomorrow, it's going to work out. <laughs> like, like it kind of has to work I was out like, tomorrow. I feel like tomorrow it's going to work out, you know. I was writing my vows 10 minutes before the wedding. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Like I was getting my makeup done, like writing vows, like still, you know, printing out scripts for everyone to follow. It was wild. And my sister ended up making, so she made my wedding dress. She made like two of my other bridesmaids and then my mom's. So like, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just she made like, it in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like really... I love clothes and I'm so specific. So it was so weird that I was like totally okay with all. I was like, yeah, whatever. As long as it's white, like it's fine. Like it's just gonna, yeah. you know, whatever. Is she a seamstress? 
is like this something she does yeah she's a fashion designer so like she (laughs) I also trusted that but still like I had gone wedding dress shopping I did the whole like bride thing but I never got a dress because I just didn't have a date because that's the first thing that they ask you they're like oh when's your date and then I never had one so then I was like oh I guess I can't really buy a dress or just make up a date yeah I was like or I don't know. I guess I could have done that. There's a lot of things that I could have done. I got my hair so funny. I got my hair colored the day before my wedding. That was like all of 2020. I didn't get my hair colored at all. And I was like, and I like ended up texting my hair person. I was like, I, cause all the salons were shut down. Like it was crazy. Yeah, I know. And I was like, Hey, can you do my hair like the day before my wedding? So it looks really good. So I won't have to do my hair for the wedding. Yeah. And she was like, so you're not going to have a hair person. And I was like, no, cause it's going to like look freaking beat like it's gonna look so good on monday and i'll just do a twirly thing you know like whatever and she thought i was crazy too she was just like of course like you're such a psycho but it all happens the way it should have happened it sounds like yeah it was yeah it just it ended up working out which was good yeah yeah so now you're married is that weird calling him your husband yeah super weird no so the reason why i think like I kind of looked at COVID as, you know, like when Broadway goes dark, like those, mm-hmm. like the dates where there's no shows, you know? Yep. And it's like a little bit gray for like life, you know, but so much of the world still goes on. Nobody even knows. <laughs> like most people don't really know when Broadway's dark, you know, like, yeah. or they're like so bummed, like they come to the city and it just happens, whatever you have. Oh, like, yeah. So I don't know. Like that's how COVID it it went dark, but there was so much lightness, like in my life part that I was like so grateful to kind of have time for and to just really, you know, I feel like in the end, even though it's been a really hard year, I I'm doing all the things that I was really scared of. I was really scared to be a wife and I I'm really scared to be a mom and I'm going to be a mom. (laughs) So just side note, (laughs) side note, I'm going to be a mom. Um, Expecting when? I'm in March 3rd. Oh my God. So I'm like really giant. Just, yeah. Giant. (laughs) It feels really giant, but yeah, I'm all the things that I kind of never wanted to be but was just really scared of and then I'm like also realizing that they weren't really that scary and I should have just done it (laughs) so so in full circle Broadway dark moment like a lot of other things progress and like life goes on and Mm -hmm. you face the things that you're really scared of even though you never thought you could (laughs) basically (laughs) well sounds like you're totally embracing it now too which I love so much. Just, oh, yes. Like, I'm married. I'm about to have a baby. And that's really cool to to hear. I would say it took the whole seven months. (laughs) I wouldn't say. (laughs) Not from the jump. (laughs) You're touching me at a really good time. Um, Because, yeah. But it's weird because I remember when I found out that I was pregnant, I was like, okay, in order to get through this, you just can't be yourself. So I was like, if you could just keep doing life, like just push it down. Don't freak out. Like, just don't be Morgan about it. Like you're going to get through this, you know? Yeah. And, and I was so scared of, yeah, like losing her. I was scared of telling people I was scared to be really excited, but then I was also scared to be scared. (laughs) You know, I was just like all the things. And then I was also so, so sick. Like, 
felt so, so sick. Not only was I like really nauseous and like doing that whole like morning sickness mm-hmm. phase, but then like my back broke and I was just like, it was oh my like, gosh, it was crazy. But now I'm on the mend and I'm like, okay. I wasn't always excited about the wedding, but I'm so glad to be married. And I wouldn't say I'm like a pregnant advocate. I don't even know how to give advice about that, but I am like really excited for her. So mm-hmm. I think I'm just always excited for the next phase. <laughs> yeah. Just, I just want to get there, you know, <laughs> but some people really like they love being a bride. Like they really do. They love the process. And some people also really love being pregnant and they're really good at it. And I just wish I could. I really wish I could be. I wish I could be that. And I wish I could be, you know, better pregnant because I just am like, this is hard. (laughs) It's really hard. You are growing a a creature, Mm. a creature, a human. (laughs) So I, yeah, I will, I just like, yeah, I just don't want to ever downplay anybody's like way of getting married because it really is super unique to the couple. That's what I've realized too. Not only just like with COVID, but like also planning a wedding. Some people are really good at it and I like worship them. And then some people are just like, I hope I show up. I hope I don't have a job that day. (laughs) Kind of like me. Yeah. (laughs) But then it turns out. So you're good. It all works out in the end. I do. I feel like I owe like a huge apology to a lot of people in my life who have caused a lot of stress too. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm really sorry that it took me this long. But I do have to say the feedback on the Zoom wedding was really good. That was really the hardest part, like not being able to like look people in the eye and be like, thank you so much for helping us with like our life together. I think that's what you get at a wedding. I learned after not having it, you know, I was like, after not doing this, like you just look people in the eye and you like thank them for like their role in your life. And I hope that we were still able to do that like via Zoom. Like that was like the hope and that's what made the Netflix special. (laughs) That was the driving factor was like how appreciative we were of like all the attendees. Even if we like weren't hugging them, we were like giving a virtual hug, you know? Yeah. That's 2020 virtual hugs all around. So, (laughs) which is so sad, (laughs) but but it's okay. At least it is has hug in it, you know? Totally. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I like to ask brides one last question, but it's yours is a little unique in the sense that while planning your wedding all this time, you know, what was the silver lining, but you still planned it in two weeks and you were doing things here and there. So I'm curious, is there something that you valued or learned during the process that kind of 2020 gave you like this realization of like, wow. I feel like there was actually, that's why I keep saying I'm really grateful for COVID. And I know it sounds like so weird to say because yeah, I was like devastated by COVID and I was really mad for a really long while, but I'm like really learning going through all of COVID, like just how important the people are like in your life. And as much as the wedding is about you as a couple, it's, Mm -hmm. it really is so much more about like the people too. And like, when you really take that on and factor them in, they really appreciate that. And I feel like maybe before COVID, I would have just tried to get this wedding of my dreams, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe not made it 
about them as much. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that is always kind of important to me. So I I hope that I would have done that, but it definitely shifted in terms of, you know, like involving them and also like realizing, I think, I don't know if you found this, but who you talk to during COVID because you're not like seeing them a lot, like you're FaceTiming more, like those people really rise like in, and it wasn't a lot of industry people for me, which it's not that you aren't close to them. It's it's just really weird who, yeah. who kind of like comes about. You just kind of have specific people and you hold on tight. <laughs> totally. I think, I think you nail it for I felt similarly this whole year, like there's these ups and downs and obviously people have lost their lives during this pandemic. But like the silver lining I found is like the relationships that I really are cherishing and valuing. It was like, whoa, like that really stood out to me this year. I have a lot of friends and I really figured out like who my rocks are in my life. So yeah. And it's you realize too like you could have a wedding of 300 people, like you really could and spend all this money on it and, you know, do it right with all these people. But it, it, it for us, it, we were able to actually make that happen. Like we weren't able to make it happen like in person, but because it was like virtual, we were able to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that for us, we were like, how would we like how this in person I think we were unrealistic we were unrealistic just like everything (laughs) until it was over you know and then you're like that's crazy too because you you don't want to leave people out but it's just a really tricky weddings are hard like weddings are really crazy but if you can make it work in a way that like people feel really involved and but yet they're not like it's, it's like kind of works out you know like yeah it's just it's, totally. it's a whole game it's really yeah it's really crazy you're a talented human being because I still can't believe you guys planned it in two weeks which is just like absolutely mind-blowing to me and yeah I remember my sister breaking it down for me and I was like wait what I've yeah. been planning for like a year and a half it felt like yeah. and I just couldn't imagine. I don't, I do have to say, again, this is like a different, like however type of bride you are, it doesn't matter. But for (laughs) me, like a lingering date is very stressful. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. planning or just have, just knowing that was so hard. Like the date actually was really hard for me. So I do better with less time, even though it is wild. It is like crazy, no sleep all you think about, but then like when it's over, it's like a dream because you're like, okay, I got through it. Check. Boom, bam. Let's go. What's the next thing? You know? (laughs) So like that was really, it wasn't as bad, but there was one, there was definitely like, you know, like you always have the one day where you like have the breakdown, like where I quit, like I'm quitting. This isn't worth it. I, this is too much. This isn't going to work out. I definitely had that day. And Thank God that Josh is just not like me. And he's like, Josh is like, reel it in. He's just really like calm, cool, collected. And I'm just like, like the sporadic, like little like energizer bunny. And he really like talks you off a cliff. He's just like, yeah, you know what? You're going to make it. But I definitely had that moment. I didn't even really have time to be a bridezilla. I'm like really upset about that because <laughs> that part's like kind of fun. But <laughs> I'm sure your sister's very grateful you didn't have time to be a bridezilla. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely had a little bit of a breakdown just being like, 
okay, it's not going to work when there's too many things that are a no. Mm-hmm. And you like feel that it's really heavy and you're like, oh my God, whatever. But then you just ask somebody else and then it's yes. You know, like it, it really, it'll work out. It really will. If it's supposed to, you have to keep telling yourself that because otherwise it won't, it just yeah. will not work out if you believe it won't work out. So yeah, yeah that was crazy and really hard. That day was really hard. And that was like, I think the seventh or eighth day. And then I was like, oh my God. And then, yeah, by the end, I just was like, so like in this weird bubble place of like, no, like it's gonna, we're gonna get it. It's gonna get there. Like the answer is not no, it is yes. Yeah. Well, that's most important that you're the one that truly believed that it was going to happen. So yeah, there's never not mishaps, you know, but yeah, you just can't freak out even though you are freaking out. It's like such a weird double-edged sword, yeah. you know? Totally. Yeah. Well, Morgan, this was so lovely. I really appreciate you sharing your story. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I do think it's good to talk about. August feels so far away. Like I'm like, oh, okay. But I'm actually really excited for the mar- the life, married life part. Like that part, yeah, I'm really into. So, <laughs> and and the little munchkin that's about to be coming. He's wild. She's like a lunatic. She's, She's fluttering. <laughs> She's a lunatic. So I'm like really scared, but I'm like finally, I'm like it's gonna work out. <laughs> like we're gonna, you're we're, gonna crush it. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna work out. Like things are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Broadway's not always dark, you guys. It's not always dark. <laughs> There's bright spots for sure. <laughs> But I'm really interested to hear like other brides because I'm sure they did it right. I'm sure they're like, I'm sure they are really good brides. So (laughs) I don't think there's a right way. I think everyone's got their own way. Yeah. (laughs) It just, yeah, it is what it is. (laughs) This is so nice. Thank you again. Thank you for having me and thinking of me. And yeah, everyone's still shocked. They're like, wow, can't believe it. You guys did it. (laughs) You did it. And now you're going to have a baby. (laughs) It's crazy. I know. I'm like, oh, goodness. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Emily Lewis. Follow me on social media at Bride to Have Been. And please send me or DM me your COVID wedding stories if you're interested in being featured on the podcast. Bride to Have Been is brought to you by GiftPod and produced by StudioPod. Edits were made by Notolab. Special thanks to Gary Oakland for providing this track. Subscribe, rate, and share with your fellow brides.